Hi everybody, welcome to a new episode of Dan Talks. I'm here with Matt Pachifici. Nailed it. He's a Davidson grad, like me, newly gay, and Very famous, fam- a little gay famous. Little, just a little. Because of your MLS soccer career. Yes. Professional soccer player. Very short-lived career. For like five full minutes. Yeah, just about. <laughs> Honestly. But now, when you come out on Instagram with your boyfriend, everybody... You have this profile now that you didn't have before. Yeah, it was really serendipitous, serendipitous in a way because when I was a professional athlete, which for me is cool and for a lot of people is cool, it was a good time, but I was a third string player. It wasn't really... Yeah, but when you come out as gay, attention. it's gay professional athlete. Yes. Have you met Michael yeah. Sam? I have not met Michael Sam. But you're in the same club now. We are in the same club. I know he was in town this weekend with a, a bunch of other athletes for Pride. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been lucky enough to talk to a couple out athletes, um, mainly in the soccer realm. Um, but yeah, it's been it's a very tight-knit community, mainly because there are so few of us. Um, but we've been able to kind of just share stories and, you know, be able to pick each other's brains on on certain things so it's been cool do you feel like you came out and the whole um what is were you surprised at the fascination of it yeah i was because um, how many followers did you have on instagram before you came out i think i had around three um thousand three thousand yeah. <laughs> three thousand <laughs> um and then you posted the picture of you and dirk dirk yeah um nailed so we, it again yeah great on names two mm-hmm. for two mm-hmm. um yeah so we had been dating for i think about six or seven months at that point and we're like all right well like let's just go out and do this it's something we had been kind of thinking about for a while but for both of us we came out at the same time um so for both of us it was much more of a rather than like a hey look i'm gay it's just like hey like i'm in a relationship like i feel like it's a pretty normal relationship so i'm going to tell people about it mm-hmm. um and you know, I knew that maybe the soccer, the professional realm, more so than the soccer realm, was gonna spark some interest. But I really did not envision it going the way that it did, as far as certain media outlets or like human rights campaign or just like weird outlets that I was not expecting. I mean, I was flattered by it, but I was like, oh. in my mind, I'm hey, oh, like retired, injured athlete, third string goalkeeper, like not the sexiest headline. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, again, I think there's so few of us that it's important to, to kind of get visibility into that. So, How many, because did you go pretty much overnight from, because now you have 14,000, or 15, pushing 15. Yeah. Um, Do you think about that ever, or you don't really care? Not really. It was funny. <laughs> I was actually verified when I played in the league, and then they ripped that verification away when I got hurt. I guess they were like, ah, oh, you're not cool anymore. Oh, wow. Um, so me and Instagram have a, a long-standing feud. So, so Instagram is anti-gay. Yeah. Is what you're saying. That's gotta be it. Um, so maybe they'll hear that and give me a verification. Again. You came out with your boyfriend. Yep, I came out with my boyfriend. I've always been fascinated by the gays that come out with I'm gay and this is David, or I'm gay and this is so-and-so. I feel Mm -hmm. like it's a little bit like a spoonful of sugar helps the gay news go down. Yes and no. Um, But I think from our aspect, we looked at it as like, like internally, it definitely makes the whole process a little bit easier, I think, because it's rather than again, like, hey, look at me, it's like, hey, I've seen all my guy friends post pictures of their girls and... I wondered why I never felt comfortable doing that. 
Um, so I think, you know, no guy would ever post a picture of a girl and say, hey, like, this is my girlfriend and have that be on the coming out equivalent. Yeah. Um, so it's weird that it's even considered different in my mind. Uh -huh. um, but yeah, we had both been, again, like I said, together for six or seven months. And during that time, we had come out to our families and talked about that um, internally and with a small group of friends. So I think everyone within our close circles like knew it was coming, so it wasn't news to them. Um, but then it just got to the point where we're like, okay, well, like, this is all going well. The people we need to know know. Like, why wouldn't we kind of expand this? Right. Um, so yeah. He's and your first boyfriend? Yes. Ever? First boyfriend ever by far. First yes. boy you've ever been with? Um, not quite, but definitely in the first couple. In the first couple. So he's the second? Uh, yeah. More than five? Like two, three-ish, depending on. Depending know, on. Getting into the nitty-gritty, but yeah. Okay. So definitely very, um, I was definitely very fresh to the scene when I, when I met him. When, how old were you when you had your first gay sexual experience? Um, if you want to share, you yeah, don't have to share. I think it was somewhere like 14 or 15, maybe okay. kind of just coming into yourself. You have but a spotted past. You had it, you do a touch and go. I'm sure there's a soccer reference for the, yeah. like you just like, like tap the ball and then you, like a give and go, a give and go. Give and go. So um, you had a 14 thing and then like an 18 thing and then a, yeah, it was kind of just like a slow progression whenever I felt comfortable um, and I had dated girls primarily for most of my life um, so I was kind of like in and out of that and of course I always knew since a young age that that was what I was into but um, for whatever reason and probably a whole host of reasons when you actually sit back and think about it um, I wasn't comfortable with it until very recently um, so you know be it the schools that I went to or being in the sports environment. Um, I don't think those things were necessarily conducive to sharing this news. Um, you went to a fancy private prep school. I went to a Catholic school. Ooh. Um, so yeah. Ooh, uh, boys or bad. boys and girls? Boys and girls. Okay. Um, yeah. So I grew up Catholic too. There. Then two very conservative uh, universities. Or colleges. Davidson's pretty, it, it's getting gayer. It's getting there. Um, I've heard just in the past couple of years, I was chatting with some friends this weekend actually, that they're getting a bit more inclusive and, yeah. and things like that. And I read on LinkedIn this morning that <laughs> some gay couple has donated $25 million to Davidson. I saw that and I'm like, earmark, I need to get this queen on Dan Talks. So, like, what's the tea with this? Oh, yeah, I need to meet this guy. Biggest um, donor. Big, I think biggest, biggest endowment ever. gift ever. Yeah, exactly. Um, 25 mil. Just casual. And the photo change. is him and his husband Husband's in New Balances and in some country, I'm sure, hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, hopefully they're making some progress. But, yeah, I just think it was kind of a conglomeration of different, different moments, really, um, that I never felt super comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. um, and then we can get into it. But finally, at 23, 24, I had a lot of time to... Uh, Think to myself and really just have everything else around me kind of calm down and one thing led to another and got more comfortable with it so because you literally got kicked in the head during practice i did and then you were out of commission and then they're like by the way don't get up too fast because every time you get up you're gonna kind of faint and die exactly and you're like, like, oh so can i play soccer they're like, no yeah you can play soccer as long as you don't get down and back up again and not only could i not play soccer again but i went through a fun two years where i wasn't 
legally allowed to work anywhere else because I was going through a workers' comp process. So, Great. you know, when you don't have any job, um, you have a lot of time to just think back. And, you know, I think at Davidson, especially as a student athlete, you were just hammered with academics and then you would, your only break was really athletics and then you'd be traveling and it was just a lot of this, that, and the other. You kind of get into the professional environment after that. So I had never really just kind of had that time to sit back and kind of think and assess. Um, but you were watching porn. Uh, maybe not as much as a lot of people, but yeah, like every other boy. And was it all gay porn? Because uh, that's how I knew I was gay. Finally, when I came out, I, well, that's not how I knew. But there was a moment when I was like, you know what, Dan? If I'm only, if you're only watching gay porn, you're probably a gay person. I would say the, the large majority was. But yes. you can do that and then have a girlfriend and totally separate. I could totally separate. Yeah, and I was never a big like. I would never really do that in relationships that I was in. Um, what do you mean? I was not a porn watcher in relationships. You and stopped? I'm still not, yeah. Such an impressive I am soul. shocked. I know. You won't watch porn if you're in a relationship? No, I just feel like there's, I don't know, like in my mind, if you're that into someone that you're going to be into a relationship with them, like. But what if you have three nights away from each other? You guys were long distance for a million months. We were, but it was funny because I wasn't working. I felt like I was up here visiting him every other day, um, which is obviously an exaggeration. Um, long distance is Cause he's terrible, here. and I don't recommend it. He was here in New York, um, and you were in Charlotte. Right, so we met in Charlotte, and we were in Charlotte for two or three months. How'd you meet? We met on Bumble. In Charlotte? The classy app. That's very classy. I didn't know that Bumble was good for gays. Yeah, it probably isn't, honestly. But in Charlotte, (laughs) of all places, you swipe three times on Bumble and you're out of people. Yeah, right. So I had just about given up after only like a month or two. So you're bumbling boys. Um, Yes. So that was like my biggest way of coming out to myself was (gasps) actually finally switching on apps to... uh, to first to both men and women and uh-huh. then I was like who are we fooling here I'm playing myself um, so yeah open that up and then it was just very good timing because about the time I was gonna kind of move away from that he came back from studying abroad in Paris so he had only been back for a couple days and he was in Charlotte yep he's like his family's from Charlotte oh wow yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so we grew up we went to rival high schools, uh-huh. we were like five minutes away from each other. Uh-huh. So it's got that very straight love story feel to it. Uh-huh. Boo, I know. Um, yeah, so we met on Bumble and just kind of went from there. But uh, it was interesting because normally when you meet someone on an app, not that I have like extensive experience, you, especially like relationship based, you would go and you would maybe go out on a date and then feel it out for two weeks and then maybe go for another date or something like that. But Given that I wasn't working and he was on a college summer, it felt like we hung out almost every minute of every day for like two, three weeks immediately. And then my family went on a trip, his family went on a trip, and those like two or three trips seemed like eternity. And it was kind of just like one of those things that we always wanted to be around each other and and worked out. Um, So here we are 13 months later and still not knowing each other yet. Well, we don't know each other. Okay, and you're having, you, in the meantime, you've only, like, kissed another boy, or you, like, had a summer camp, whatever, and whatever. You haven't, like, been on a date. That was your first gay date. It was, like, my second or third. Oh, Um, so you had other bubble dates. Yeah, but, like, nothing coming up. Did you kiss them? Uh, I didn't. 
Oh, wow. Because you're like, no. Yeah. Did you know as soon as you met them? Like, right. Yeah, it didn't feel right. And I think those were also necessary for me, too, because I needed to get more comfortable just being in public spaces with other guys. Were you kind of like, I hope no one sees me? Oh, absolutely. I remember being so you go? mortified. We would go to like random like hole-in-the-wall places like in the suburbs of Charlotte intentionally. Because um, at the time, I was living in kind of like a, a trendier area, like the Myers Park or Dilworth area of Charlotte, where I know a good amount of people and right. things like that. So I would intentionally avoid those areas. But the first time, so me and Dirk talked for like three-ish days, like before we even met each other. And I've never like texted someone that I hate texting. But uh-huh. I had never texted someone that frequently that much. You have the like voice that. of someone who hates texting. Yeah. Like a guy very who'd be monotone, like, like yeah, stop I'm like, bothering me. Yeah, I don't like don't I like don't text, but like Yeah. Like I wanna hang out with you but like I just like don't want to be attached to my phone so much. Yeah. Sounds about right. So, but you were with Dirk. I was. Um, wow. The Wonder Schlong. So yeah. We just kinda it off and have that kind of mutual connection pretty early which sounds cheesy but I do somewhat believe in how much do you miss the um when you have a girlfriend people look at you like and they're really happy every time they see you together mm-hmm. do you miss that sort of like ease of having a girlfriend and just going anywhere and touching and doing anything not really actually um, like i'm so turned on i do not care I've, <laughs> well that and i've always just prided myself on being very individualistic um be it like i don't want to say like dress or like car like taste and music or whatever the case may be um but i've always kind of enjoyed that and so for me i weirdly kind of like challenging people like when you're like walking around and it's like yeah like i'm holding my boyfriend's hand like i'm almost interested to see like are you gonna stare? Like, what type of person are you? Yeah. Like, well, that's why I wear this giant gaudy line <laughs> necklace too. Is that one? Yeah. People to stare. Uh, I yeah. Understand. Exactly. You know, in Charlotte, it's of course very different than New York because right. Charlotte, you know, you wonder if holding hands with him is going to like flip the world upside down. I I will never forget me and him walked out of a restaurant and we were getting in my car, and there was an elderly couple that literally was parked next to us and literally was watching every movement like we just sat there and like stared back at them i'm like yo just like look at them until they get so uncomfortable that they leave and they looked at us for so long it was just so amazing and anyway like you move up to new york and you're hard pressed not to find two dudes right uh making out on the street like wherever you are whatever also, time to... two young white cute gay dudes is kind of you know par for the course yeah I like mean, you're not shaking up chelsea right 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 um i don't know which is where you live yeah yeah. Um, I think, you know, we've been, like, really lucky in New York. I think you hear everyone has a couple bad experiences of being called something in the street or, like, being looked at the wrong way or things like that. We've only really had one incident um, when I was visiting him several months ago. But apart from that, we've honestly had some pretty good luck. Um, so maybe it was the everyone gearing up for world pride that made everyone a little bit more politically correct. I don't know. Did but, you have any fun? Uh, this was, yeah, one of the best weekends of my life. Which Really? Which is tough because when you go into a weekend with so much uh, expectation, it's very easy to fall short. But, um, yeah, we had events like Wednesday and Thursday night and then had a bunch of my friends come in town. So one of my best friends growing up um, was gay. He came. One of my best friends from Davidson, Becca Fisher. Uh-huh. Becca. Uh-huh. Um, she's, like, the most amazing person. She came. Um, and then some straight people as well. Got to give them a, okay. a shout-out. So. All right. 
we let them crash the party. Mentioned, not honorable, but mentioned. Right, just mentioned, mm-hmm. um, which is why we're not giving them names. Just um, so you have gay friends. I do. Yeah, you go to gay bars. Yeah. Um, Did you I just really, start after you came out though? Yeah, for sure, for sure. What I definitely. Like? Uh, the first couple again were in Charlotte, and there's only one there. Which and it one? Was kind of a three sixteen. Oh, you went to the fancy one. You need to go to the one by the highway with the no, gravel dirt. I've heard about that, and that's um, going to be a hard pass. Is it Scorpio's? Some, yeah, something Scorpio. Like that, that is the one to go to. It's so funny. Scorpio is the sponsor of this podcast. Oh. Of this episode. Oh, so I can't, you know, like, be like... Oh. Nope, it's not 316. Oh, that's the one that looks like this, where it's all, like, white and, like, straight yeah. walls. and. Um, but even yeah. though I didn't meet a Charlotte boyfriend there. But there you go. Okay, so you went there. Yeah, and then I've been to plenty here. Definitely not all of them. There seems to be. Did you go to industry? I have been to industry. Fun for dancing. Been to uh, fishbowl and therapy and a couple of local other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's really important for me to, especially because so many of my friends are straight, and that's been such a huge part of my life that I don't want to just like abandon. Um, no, you can. No, you really can. <laughs> It's just keeping that, like, really fine balance of, you know, not necessarily intentionally. You don't want it to become something that's burdensome. But, um, yeah, I think it's really important to find a balance and and not only have gay friends or straight friends or go to certain places. Mm-hmm. Um, we disagree on that. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Though gay places are, do, tend to have, uh, do tend to have a little bit more fun there. I'm definitely more of kind of the loud music vibe. He always wants to be moving, so that also just kind of falls falls in line with that um but but yeah i think it's important to have good balance and new york is definitely a place to do that because you'll have your gay friends here you'll have your boyfriend here but then it's such a big city that you're gonna have all your friends from their past want to come and visit and do things with them so honestly only been here for four months so hopefully people keep visiting yeah you've been um, here for five minutes but uh but yeah it's been great so far and it's uh, a fun place to be you only know new york as new york with your boyfriend I do and I don't. So I actually came here for two internships with Bank of America and I was here for an extended period of time doing training and I absolutely hated New York. Yeah. They put me up in Times Square and it was just hustle and bustle, like investment banking hours and just people running into you in the streets. I was like, uh, New York, not for me. And then I tell my mom that I'm moving to New York and I have a boyfriend and this, that and the other. She's like, oh, but you hate New York. I'm like, ah, I think I'll just give it another chance. So, but yeah, it's, these four months have been a lot better than those two experiences, so. How did you know, I am shocked that it's a year plus and it's your first boyfriend. You guys are monogamous? Mm-hmm. Closed. Very. And have, you, and have you ever watched porn while you've, since you've been seeing Dirk? Not with him, no. Not with anyone. Well, not, I'm not saying with him. But no, I'm no, saying no, no, by no. Yourself. Or by myself, no. Definitely not. You haven't watched it for a year and a month? Yeah. I feel like, especially, maybe this is a great explanation. Maybe it's that this is always something that I had watched in the past. That, like, meeting him was such a, like, oh, my God, experience. Like, this is, like, what I've seen in the past. And I knew I was interested in it in the past. (laughs) And now I meet him. I'm like, oh, well, this is kind of that. Okay, um, I'm, this is a PSA to... Very flattering to This him. is a PSA to Dirk. <laughs> this will never happen to you again. <laughs> and this is a PSA to every gay boy listening. You are never going to meet a Matt Pachifici. There is one. 
and he's sitting in front of me and he's lying next to Dirk and do not this is not <laughs> yeah I'm gonna have this to is not healthy sure, I'm gonna have to make sure he listens to this part on repeat but so he really holds that much like sexual power for you absolutely oh my god <laughs> absolutely i am shook okay wow i mean i would argue i feel he feels the same way around me which is why it's working very has he expressed well. that i guess maybe he has yes. uh-huh. okay so that's disgusting we like to flatter each other in public and then just argue with each other in private you know that's uh-huh. kind of how we go, so. has is are you his first boyfriend um first serious boyfriend yeah oh so he's had fun little boyfriends before. Yeah. Or not fun, shorter yeah, term Yeah, let's boyfriends. go with not fun, short term. Like uh-huh. very short term. Do you talk about those people? Not really. I think we both like kind of dabbled in that in the past. And I think... It sounds like it was a light dabble on both your ends. Though. Yeah, it was very light dabble on both our ends, which I think was enough to like get us comfortable to actually like meet and talk to each other and learn what we do and don't like and even in relationships with girls I still think that they're applicable to this relationship and just coexisting with another person and yes knowing how to annoy this person how to not annoy this person or or things like that um so I think yeah we both had valuable relationships or things like that in the past have you usually had a partner like usually you had a girlfriend now you have Dirk um not really maybe i mean i was like a chronic like serial dater in like middle school but apart from that i had a you had a high school girlfriend you had a college girlfriend yeah yeah more kind of more in line with that um was there ever was it seems like um it's been a very sort of matter of fact like progression for you it doesn't seem like you reckoned with the whole thing too much it feels like you were in the closet but it wasn't too uncomfortable and then it wasn't really until or you kept yourself distracted enough and then once you were really sitting with yourself you were like you know what i think i'm just going to ease into this it doesn't sound like there was a lot of maybe i'm just not getting that there was a lot of shame or turmoil involved i think there there was definitely always shame from a younger age so i remember growing up and just like being on soccer trips you know i've probably had five or six hundred teammates and being on soccer trips and hearing them talk about girlfriends or this that and even when i might have had a girlfriend um but hearing the way that they talked about them compared to how i felt about maybe certain relationships i was in or what i wanted in relationship and there was always that shame especially because i feel like the gay community is portrayed in a way that doesn't really coexist with a more masculine or athletic or sport involved person so I kind of like wondered where I fit in with that, which sounds maybe like some people will say that's a good problem to have, like, oh, you can fit into both and do that. And while it maybe that's true in a lot of ways, it's also very kind of easy to be conf- legitimately confused as to, oh, well, maybe I'm just bi or this, that, or the other. And I came out as bi for like a hot three weeks. Yep, I had two, um, two weeks. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people go through that similar transition. Um, but that was right on... Gay was right after that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's not like something that I... It's always something that I had in the back of my mind, but it's not like I ever really planned on coming out. I remember I was sitting across from my mom in Charlotte having lunch at just some hole-in-the-wall like Greek place. And she's been talking to me about something, I think some of the workers' comp stuff that I was going through, legal stuff. 
and I have just like not paid attention for the last 20 minutes to anything she's saying and I just start breaking down and I'm like mm, you start not, crying with the tears oh like yeah with real tears and that was a, what I was about to say is like I'm not the most emotional person like um, really you're not they can't kill <laughs> you're not. I'm sorry that's not it would take it would take a good amount for me to cry normally um, I'm whatever the opposite of that is but yeah. right 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 and so she naturally like looked up and like what the hell is going on I was like I need to talk to you about something and she could really sense that something was off so we went home from there and I sat across the kitchen counter from her and probably tried to get the word not even the word gay the word bisexual out for like 30 minutes literally have that like choking sensation like just can't do it to the point where like I was talking around it so much so that I wanted her to know what was happening without me actually having to say it. But it was like 30 minutes of it kind was of silence and silent sobbing and kind of like, I just um, yeah, I just yeah, feel yeah. like... Exactly. I, well, I like preface it with like, I just don't really know what I want, like this, that, and the other. Yeah. And, you know, is it about time, soccer? Is it about your job? Exactly. Is, exactly. Oh, honey, this is going to pass. You'll and I did time. legitimately mean that in every sense of my life at that time. So tricky for her to probably right. uh, decode. But... Um, but yeah, I think I think it was just kind of everything happened a little bit matter of factly, but I think that was the way to do it. And but it then, was tearful. There was a dam that broke. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'll remember. And then you said bisexual. I did say bisexual. I don't mean to say it in that tone for anybody who is going to come out as bisexual to no, their parents. No, I think it's easy. I think it's easier, and I think it's easier for your parents. I think it's hard. I think bisexual really? is harder. I I think I give my parents a real black and white. Right. I think having dated girls in the past, I, I had dated a girl in college for two years, so I think, and they had been on vacations and trips with her and things like that. So I think going straight from straight to gay for them would have been a whole like, what the hell? Um, are, you, are your parents together? Yes, parents are together, but I think it's definitely something, and I still feel this today. I think it's definitely something much easier to have with a female, just given the way masculinity kind of. Works. You mean it was easier for your mom? Yeah, I think it's typically... And I've always been the person who would, like, go to mom if I had an issue. Nothing uh-huh. against my dad, just... And I think my mom's probably a little bit poor, persistent to get things out of me, so... Uh-huh. I'll give that caveat. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, so... So dad is still a little iffy. It's just that he was told just a little tiny, tiny bit after. Um, but still before anyone else, and we wanted to kind of just keep it an internal thing and then slowly worked out to uh, kind of my roommate best friend group mainly Davidson guys yeah. um, who I spent time with um, both on and off the soccer field um, and they gave me a very warm reception there I think it was definitely different for them and not something they were expecting which actually I think makes their response even more impressive and um, they just kind of took everything in stride and then Oh, this is a great story that I haven't really told many people, but this Davidson group, so like a bigger Davidson group, it was like 12 of us, and my roommate was the only one who knew at the time, and he was on this trip, but he was the only one that knew, and I had been texting Dirk for several days now, and we had been getting to know each other, and one of the girls was like, who are you texting all the time? Like, I want to meet this girl, like, I want to know who this is, and I was just like, oh, yeah, like, don't worry about it, whatever, and then she sees Dirk add me on Snapchat, but his like Bitmoji emoji is a guy. And she's like, it's a boy. 
and says that in front of everyone but everyone is like too drunk at the time to like realize what's going on so i pull her like outside i'm like yo i'm just gonna like give you the download like real quick like this is what's happening wow and she was like embarrassed that she had like said it out loud as she should be yes exactly shaming um but yeah no she's one of my best friends and that i think gave me a very quick way of slowly butting out so it started with her and then i think drank a little bit and yes, told right. the next friend then suddenly like, it's easier and, to tell and, then, more people. and then the girl comes up another girl comes up what are you guys talking about and i was like oh, i'll tell you another girl comes up what are you guys talking about we're like at, outside of like a club now and she's like yeah what what are you guys talking about i'm just like oh whatever like i'll just tell you too don't you kind of love to have a little gem to share with people it was i remember my gay i'm gay tour it's kind of fun it's fun especially when you know that the person knows you so well and they're not gonna give right which is most well maybe it's not most people but everyone who matters in your life that's usually how it works right exactly you've probably had a really good time in the gay community i mean people probably hit on you or or maybe they don't hit on you i don't know because you're you were a very masculine presence and you're like very subdued and I'm more the opposite and so is like a vast majority good, of yeah. gays especially in the city. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think particularly like when we both came out, um, there were a lot of messages, but you know there were also so many messages of there were a lot of DMs and, on like, Instagram and like yeah and like but there were also like. I was overwhelmed with the amount of like, oh, like this is like inspirational, like thanks for like breaking down birds and sport and like things like that. Uh-huh. So it was like always like a mix. And then, of course, when you like go to places, especially on a weekend like Pride, um, there will be. But it's always, it's never been like overly aggressive or rude. I yeah. think I think people can kind of give a bad stereotype to to our community for um, being maybe a little bit too forward or rude or aggressive Uh there's been a couple instances but i don't think people think they're rude and aggressive but i think forward yes definitely forward (laughs) um yeah but i think me and dirk also do a good time a good job of marketing ourselves as a relatively you know or very monogamous couple but yeah because when you're out you're probably together yeah we're together all the time um and then we're posting pictures of each other doing this and that and it's you know i think very clear to people that we're monogamous and very into each other. You would so. say you're fully in love. Absolutely. In love. Yes. Wow. Mm. How old are you again? I'm 25. 25. And Dirk is? 21. Tw- <laughs> no laughing. <laughs> oh! I'm not saying that it's not real. I think it's totally real. No but you guys are just like young, beautiful, in love. Cherry, cherry, cherry. Does it feel that way? Yeah, it really does. Does it feel like something's missing? Uh, no. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't be having this <laughs> conversation. Uh, <laughs> no, definitely not. And I think, you know... What is, what is in your life that you would change? Um, within our relationship? No, just in general. Um, I think there's... You can be vague if it's about a job or... I don't know. Um, well, I did start a job here four months ago when I moved up here. Um... What would I change? Well, that's weird. Um, I think you subconsciously think about that question all the time, but you never like really boil it down to one thing. Um, I would say there's a good amount of external pressure on gay relationships and things like that, and being accepted fully by. I won't get into the whole spiel, but um, 
I think. Like by the world being yeah, by the world. and like family pressures and like things. Do you like feel pressure to stay together? Like this is a gay relationship, and I'm going to prove that one can work. No, 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 no. It's much more of just if all other external pressures, be it on his side or we're going through some. I think just getting families on the same page and and things like that. I think that's an external pressure that I think would make us both sleep a little bit easier at night. And yeah. then, man, as far as like big life pressure, uh, making money in New yes. York yes. or um, or all the other pressures that uh, go with living in New York and kind of the hustle bustle grind right. um, mentality. Um, I'd say those things, but honestly, like I cannot can literally have no reason to complain whatsoever yeah because it seems like you've pretty nailed it like you're good looking tall sort of mask have a boyfriend have a good job live in chelsea don't forget though because i played soccer and that doesn't really translate like i'm still a relatively new worker at a pretty it's a great company it's a great yeah you're making money right tech company yeah 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 i am but yeah i still have to put in uh and dues there it's not like i've uh escalated myself at the Google of the world or anything. But, yeah, um, no, but you... I, I see the building that we're in. It's a nice building. I'm lucky to live here. It's a great place. Yeah. So far, at least. Yeah. Um, to what I know. But, um, but yeah, I, I really can't complain. Um, Do you think your discipline has... I feel like you're very disciplined. I'm really type A as well. Uh-huh. So I think they're related. Um... But yeah, I always like to be doing things and be a part of things, and I'm not the person who can easily just sit around and do nothing. Um, so I like to be doing things, and I think that kind of translates to, to some of it. But, but yeah, and I think, you know, New York, living in New York really kind of varies how you feel about it based on like time of year. So especially coming from a place like Charlotte, which where it's essentially nice all year, my first month or two up here when I would come and visit him I was like oh my god I can't believe I'm going to live here like weather like walking this place to here like all this stuff like it's getting very new but got up with a lot of like summer excitement and things like that and we actually have a big trip coming up at the end of the summer um, which will be fun so me and him are going to Paris and London which will be exciting oh my and god it's over my birthday which will be cool um, so he said his brother has a lot of friends there, things like that. Your life sounds very good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good, I can't complain. I mean, some society, it would be nice if your families were nicer to you guys about being gay, you know. I'll give my family, my family's been, been great. Um, okay, so their family needs to be a little nicer. I think they're, they'll come around to it, I think. He feels some residual stress from that, and of course I feel stressed because he feels stressed. And, uh-huh. Um, you don't picture yourself being with anyone else for like the rest of your life at this point? I see myself being very content with him. <sighs> yeah. Now I just have to convince him that he'd be content with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, that'll, yeah. that'll be a continual work in progress. Yeah, I can't imagine he's going to say yes. Um, you, but you feel like there's a vast ocean of potential. For sure. You're and not I, like... Yeah, no, I think that's the really cool part is that we have not... This will be, like, our first trip. Like, we've been together for 13 months. Yeah, it'll and, go well. And, yeah, so I would come to visit him, but, like, because of different restraints that we've had being being in a long-distance relationship or having some external pressures, like I mentioned before, we've never been able to do a lot of basic things, like go for, like, a trip to the beach. Like, we haven't done stuff like that or, you know, we're dabbling with being in the same city for the first time or when he finishes school that'll be a transition I feel like there's a lot of 
kind of like milestone things that we have yeah. to to look forward to but at the same time we've done some really cool things as well as far as I feel like it's very rare even though we were have a little difference in age like being on the same wavelength as far as like when we came out and being able to do that together and being both from Charlotte and having similar families or similar childhoods and yeah. understanding each other from that perspective as well yeah um, so I feel like we share a lot of very cool things but also have a lot of really exciting things to look forward to as well do you so. feel like you're keeping any secrets no definitely not and it's like you feel like you're not giving any secrets in your life honestly no for the first time and that was always what killed me with uh, dating girls was like okay like my worst nightmare is like getting married having a family and then being like oh by the way like I just have to get this off my chest I Um, thought about that too coming up to my kids and how I didn't want to do that and that would be the worst because then it's I hate to say it's selfish because everyone has their own time that it feels right but and then at that point you're ruining like maybe not ruining but you're really tainting significantly other people's lives that should be very close to you and their priority your priority should be them at that point in my life well I think yes but I think you're also causing harm if you stay and I think parents do the best they can people so you're doing harm if you wait that long either way really well you're harming yourself and when you harm yourself you harm other people and I think the sooner you come around to to taking care of yourself in every way and not living a life without secrets the sooner you can take care of other people right that's funny so my roommate when I played for the Columbus crew Marshall was pretty stoutly religious and always talked about vulnerability and I never really connected it until I thought more seriously about coming out but he talked about how, uh, you know, like living, everyone implies that vulnerability is such a bad thing. Um, and how he had like really, through faith, like really had become able to accept that and like feel good about it and be able to talk to people about it and things like that. And we talked about it a lot and I'm not overly religious having gone K through 12. I kind of slowly faded out of that. Um, well, Catholicism is kind of boring. It's a little bit boring, you know? That's um, not sexy. They don't make it at all interesting. I know. Yeah. So maybe they can work on that. Side note. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, now that I think about it, I think I might have subconsciously heard all those talks and really started to prioritize being vulnerable. And I think that's part of the reason I feel so great in this relationship compared to once in the past is that I don't feel like there's something just like that could creep out and like ruin the relationship. And Uh-huh at every second um so yeah no from that perspective i feel great and i think that's definitely one of the biggest differences you feel like you don't have anything to work on in your relationship oh i I mean mean, there are factors and things but like the two of you it's like a solid yeah 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 between the two of us there's great of course we'll always like i think we always butt heads because we're protected by the other but like if you're gonna fight about something then that's protective like why'd you look at him or protective yeah or like just like why'd you get that dm from someone yeah, I mean... But do you I, like getting the DMs? I think everyone likes to. Uh-huh. Um, so you look at the pictures, you don't reply, but you see. Yeah. I mean, I think everyone sees. It's just a matter of, like, one, you can't let it go to your head, and then two, like, I'm not really going to be responding to that. So it's yeah. like... You've never been on Grindr? Um, no. Um, I never really dabbled with... I think I was on, like, Bumble and Hinge. But you never did Grindr? 
yeah, I didn't have that phase where I went through and I mean I've like seen like well, some people the lifestyle. I've like seen through like friends and stuff, like the interface and like on through and like I know like the premise and everything about it <laughs> and how aggressive natured it is. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I never really did that. I was just really bumble and hinge, you know, stuck to the classy relationship based apps. Wow. Um yeah. Do you ever um like Oh god. I don't know what's coming out of your mouth, but... I just... <laughs> I feel like you're still very clean cut. I would say that I am, and I would say that he is as well. Um, but you still find, like, crazy sex appeal with I, each other. I think we're very much each other's types, and I think that helps. Which is... Oh, God. He's like very aesthetically pleasing cute like sweet and that kind of like ties into like how he is as a person he's just like one of those people that like no one ever dislikes um just very approachable i mean i call it because of the way he like looks and is like always smiling and like charming and has a great jawline um and then i think i'm much more as you have already made fun of my uh, monotone voice i think a little bit more reserved and yeah, and I think that kind of plays into what each other likes, and I think that helps. And you're just like sitting pretty here, like this is good. As of now, yeah. <sighs> Dude, what? This is my last question. What do you think led? You, it seems like you're in a very comfortable place. You still have a lot you want to do. There's still a lot ahead of you, but it seems like you've given yourself created the environment for yourself to really feel grounded and uh, like you're giving yourself the chance to succeed at all these different things. What do you think it was that got you to that place, to this place? I think you have to take, in everything you do, I think you have to take a very baseline level of confidence and like kind of just who you are and be very content in that. I know that sounds like a load of bullshit. Um, but like to be confident enough to tell your family and then tell your friends. Like I always had, even though like people always made fun of me, like from an athletic perspective of being like overconfident or whatever, because you kind of have to have that mentality as an athlete. I think that really like harnessing that in an athletic channel has really helped me outside, so socially in work in a relationship. Um, I think you have to value yourself at some love, some baseline level, not to the point where you have to be an asshole to people, but um, to a point where you feel like you can actually succeed in different ways of life. Um, so, like again, like having the confidence in yourself to be like, okay, like I'm going to tell my family and I'm going to tell my friends, and I hope they support me. But if they don't, like I'll be fine. Like I can make other friends. Like I'm a social human being. Like I can do these things or having the confidence to move to New York like I would not have done that when I had those two internships and I hated it like had I not met him or had this change in lifestyle or looked to get a job that was out of my comfort zone I had no experience in tech Um, so I think it's one kind of that confidence and two just that willingness to almost just say huh like let's go for it like I think me being able to play soccer at the professional level is a perfect example because I finished my time at Davidson and while I was had some accolades in college, Davidson's such a small school that athletically they're not really on the map apart from Steph Curry. 
Um, so I went undrafted, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm only going to be 22 once. Like, I'm only going to be in my soccer prime like once. Like, now's my time to do it. So I passed up on the kind of more traditional finance route that I was going. I was like, all right, let's just give this a go. And it worked out. And I think that series of a couple months of finding my way in the soccer, professional soccer landscape, I think is what really has given me confidence to do a lot of this other stuff. And seeing that something that was so nerve wracking for me at the time go well, and then be like, oh, like how can I apply that to different ways? Like be it with the tech or be it with coming out or being in a relationship, I think has just been a good experience that I've kind of looked back on as one of the defining moments in helping me navigate life. <laughs> so that was a really long roundabout answer, but yeah, I would say it comes down to confidence and just, yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, Matt. Absolutely. For dipping and it. doing it. Thanks for not asking me way too many super tough questions. No, they're all easy. Um, yeah, easy enough. So, but yeah, from one Davidson grad to another. Is there any... Um, now we just need to make $25 million each and donate to the school. Yep. Yep. And then we're done. We're Do you want off. to tell people about um, your advocacy work, like the something they should follow or... Yeah, um, so when I came out originally, a lot of what I did was with Outsports and Athlete Ally, both really good groups. Outsports? Outsports. And Athlete Ally. And Athlete Ally. Okay. Um, so Athlete Ally is actually based in New York, just a couple streets over in Chelsea. Um, yeah, so they're two awesome organizations, both kind of talking about diversity and inclusion in sports, but they do it in very different ways. Outsports is definitely geared more towards the out athletes and then the other one is more towards the closet athletes mm, right not exactly no um, okay <laughs> but out sports is dedicated mainly to making a much more micro difference so like going into schools and like articles are about like a lot of like high schoolers like kind of navigating the waters and it's really trying to give hope to other young athletes mm-hmm. athlete ally is much more of a branding focus i would say so they're partnering with so like i was at yankee stadium for a pride night or we've done some events at like local hotels um much more of a branding trying to get the name and awareness they essentially what they do is they pair with athletes or allies um so a lot of pretty big time athletes so a lot of the women who are playing in the world cup right now or a lot of um, even straight athletes are, you know, they're not um, excluding anyone. Um, so those two have been the ones that I've really been working with the most. Now being in New York City, I can't really imagine a better place to continue to stay in the loop with advocacy. And I'm really, really interested to see how post Pride, um, you know, these efforts are continued. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. But yes, two great organizations that everyone should give a look. So, Thank you, Matt. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on.